fantastic sound that can only be the orchestra. It's so recognizable immediately, this beautiful big sound, almost every instrument imaginable, all playing together at the same time, or often playing together at the same time. That's the opening of a piece by Danish composer Paul Roeders, his Symphony Number no. 3. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I'm calling today's program Modern Symphony. The first piece I want to play on the program today is Symphony No. 3 by Estonian composer Erki Sventur. He's a self-taught composer, mostly. He studied flute and percussion in Tallinn at the university there. And he did have some composition lessons, but mostly he's self-taught. He also toured in a very popular rock band for many years, and he finally stepped down from that to focus on composition. He's got eight symphonies under his belt so far, a lot of chamber works, a lot of concertos. He's a very prolific composer. There are some of his symphonies that are performed quite frequently, but I thought it'd be fun on this program today to feature a piece of his that's not as well known, and that's the Symphony Number no. 3, which is in two almost equal length movements. We're going to hear the first movement now, which opens up with the jazz drum kit and the double basses, which, of course, most listeners are going to think of jazz right away. This is not a jazz piece, however. It's deceptive. It's going to go into a much different direction. In fact, it's a fairly wild piece. Quite often, everybody is playing at the same time. There are very thick textures that owe a debt to the sound mass school of composition. Everything is kind of spiky, but it's also very, very colorful. I think it's well-managed. The form is very easy to hear, and it ends with a climax at the end that I think is absolutely fantastic, utilizing the entire orchestra. Let's hear the first movement of Erkis Ventur's Third Symphony. We're going to hear the Vienna Radio Symphony Orchestra, Dennis Russell-Davies conducting.
After the wild climax, we end with those low strings, cellos and basses, very reminiscent of the opening of the movement. That's the first movement of the Third Symphony by Erkis Van Tour. And we heard the Vienna Radio Symphony Orchestra with Dennis Russell Davies conducting. About this Symphony Number no. 3, the composer has said, Perhaps what I do in my Symphony Number no. 3 is look at one journey from two different perspectives. And this is why it has only two movements. I don't see any point in retelling these two different and yet so similar stories. I love this idea of a two-movement symphony. Each movement is the same journey, over the same terrain, perhaps, to the same place, but by two different perspectives, perhaps two different people, or, if you'll indulge me, perhaps by one person, but separated by many, many years. It's a great idea, and the musical material is very similar in both of these movements, but they're changed, of course, because of the different perspectives. Let's hear the second movement of Symphony Number no. 3 by Erkis Ventur. Here, once again, is Dennis Russell Davies to lead the Vienna Radio Symphony Orchestra.
And again, we end with a very subdued sound, strings whispering with a vibraphone on top, shimmery kind of quality to the ending there. That's the second movement of the Third Symphony by Estonian composer Erkis Ventur. Again, we heard Dennis Russell Davies leading the Vienna Radio Symphony Orchestra. And again, that movement, much like the first movement that we heard, ends in this subdued fashion. This time around, we have the strings, again, like we did before, but this time they have a whispery quality with the vibraphone shimmering on top. A very, very beautiful sound. The end of this journey, the composer has said that both of the movements represent the same journey, but from a different perspective. The movements are similarly structured. The climax at the end of each movement comes in almost exactly the same place. But in the first, it's much more wild to me, more tumultuous. In the second, there's a more epic, almost technicolor quality to the orchestra. It's cinematic in scope. Great music by Erkis Ventur, and I think a fantastic example of the symphonic form in the 21st century. You are listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My theme today is Modern Symphony. I'm playing two modern symphonies by Estonian composer Erkis Ventur and Danish composer Paul Roders. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. My theme on the program today is the modern symphony, but of course that's far too far-reaching and ambitious a theme for a one-hour program. So it's a theme I'll return to time and time again, I think, over the course of the program. And what I chose to do on today's program specifically is feature two composers, two symphonies that I think have a lot in common. About the composer, Paul Ruders, the great critic Alex Ross had this to say. The Danish composer, Paul Ruders, is one of contemporary music's free agents, a lover of sweet melodies, with a yen for dark chords, a comedian with a flair for apocalypse. It's fantastic prose by Alex Ross, as usual, and I love that term, free agent. I think it's an applicable term to both of the composers. Both Erkis Ventur and Paul Ruders are not concerned with trends. They very much write from the heart. They write the music that they want to write, although, of course, it's very well structured. The craft is, I think, impeccable, especially in their orchestral writing. I chose Symphony No. 3 by Paul Ruders because it has a lot in common with Symphony No. 3 by Erkis Ventur. Both are in two movements. They're about the same length, and I think they have a lot in common in their sound worlds as well. The Symphony No. 3 by Paul Ruders is subtitled Dreamcatcher. The Dreamcatcher for a Native American was something that they would hang above their bed while they slept, and it caught the bad dreams, but it let the good dreams go through. And we're going to hear both in the music. You're going to definitely hear some moments that I think are bad dreams that were caught in the Dreamcatcher, but there are also these very, very beautiful moments, high strings, a very lush sound in the orchestra, absolutely lyrical, melodic writing. Just like Alex Ross said, though, you've got that beautiful lyrical sound coupled with this darker intensity as well. Here's as much as I can get of the first movement of the Third Symphony by Paul Ruder's Dreamcatcher. Scott Yu is leading the UNSA Symphony Orchestra.
end of the first movement of symphony number no. three by Paul Reuters, very similar to what we heard before in the Erkes Ventur, the shimmery sound in the strings, kind of subdued, but a lot of vibrato, kind of quiet intensity to the sound. We heard Scott Yu leading the Unsa Symphony Orchestra and that wonderful music by Paul Reuters. That actually goes right into the next movement, the second movement, the Scherzo Prestissimo, so we faded it down there, but let's bring it back. And about this second movement, I found this wonderful quote by the critic Malcolm McDonald. He said, it's a tour de force of virtuoso orchestral writing, a teeming, yelping, squealing, buzzing, chittering, whooping riot of sound. I don't know that I could say it any better than that. Let's have a listen. Here is the second movement of Dreamcatcher, Symphony No. 3 by Paul Reuters. Again, we'll hear Scott Yu leading the Unsa Symphony Orchestra, and we'll hear the movement in its entirety. Thank you. 
dark ending to a piece called Dreamcatcher. Again, in Native American mythology, these are things that they would make and hang above the bed of the sleeper to catch bad dreams, let the good dreams pass. Boy, the way that piece ends, though, you have to wonder if that isn't a bad dream at the end. Paul Ruders, as we have said before, is a master of light and dark. You can have this beautiful orchestrally singing lyrical tune and then all of a sudden everything goes dark in an instant almost like a flash flood the weather's fine and then it isn't we definitely hear that in his symphony number three that was the unsa symphony orchestra conducted by scott Yu. again the second movement of symphony number three by paul ruders that's two symphonies on the program today by two composers that I think have a lot in common. I don't know if they've ever been paired on concert programs before, but I think that the sound of their orchestral writing, certainly the intentions behind those symphonies, the two movements, whether it's a journey, as in the case of Erkis Ventur, or this dream catcher that catches good and bad dreams. Either way, the idea is to present a dichotomy, whether it's a journey from two different perspectives, or in the case of Paul Ruders, a dream catcher, that catches bad dreams and lets the good dreams go. Either way, we have two great examples of duality in symphonic form, and I think two fantastic examples of the symphony in the modern era. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Christina Elsner. You can find us as a podcast on iTunes, and for more information about the program and the artists we've featured, and for streaming versions of all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of GCM Grosvenor, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, the Amphion Foundation, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network. <laughs>